The hum emitted from the neon sign above Big Herb's gas station was the only sound during a warm summer night in Crawford, Nebraska. One exit outside town, Big Herb's was a small, little gas station with a two-row convenience store. Carl, a big burly teen, had the graveyard shift. Naturally, Carl was listening to his iPod and flipping through a magazine to kill time until morning. I'm a dude, he's a dude, she's a dude, we're all dudes, hey. I'm a dude, he's a dude, she's a dude, we're all dudes, hey. A red glow from outside began to fill the convenience store. The intensity of the color slowly increased until everything in the building was only shades of red. Carl, annoyed with whatever truck taillights were causing the change in atmosphere, looked up from his magazine. But when he looked up, the red glow vanished. Everything was back to normal. Carl went back to his magazine. However, outside, a concave metal object sat mere yards away from the store. From the bottom of the object, a hatch door swung down slowly. Decontaminating spray hissed as a figure descended from the stairs inside the object. The door to the convenience store swung open. A completely oblivious Carl tapped on the counter to the rhythm of the song. Just hanging out, just having fun, we're number one. Just hanging out, just having fun. Human, prepare yourself for the most excruciating pain your nimble body has ever experienced. Eons upon eons of time have allowed our society to develop weapons with power and destruction your galaxy could not even comprehend. Every solar system to cross our path has been decimated and conquered. We leave a trail of chaos and relenting capitulation. The force grows stronger as light years pass and we remain all-powerful. Eternal suffering awaits those that believe any attempt to save their planet is anything but futile. Lucky for you, I will spare you the sight of your measly planet being mined for all its vril energy. Your time has come to fuel our master, Klaukar, and the entire fleet of the Skilo Tritons. Bow before me and surrender your fate. Whoa, bro. You're like really small. What? I'm not small. I am average height for a Skilo Triton. And you and I are almost the same height. Carl pushed back his chair and stood up. Ah, fuck. Yeah. You are tall. Shit, man. You're like very tall. I, I guess that's why they call you Big Herb. I'm I'm Carl. Big Big Herb owns this place. Fuck. I do not want to see how massive Big Herb is. Well, all right. I knew the hardball approach wasn't going to go over well. Um, I guess I'll just shoot you. In an instant, the small alien raised a ray gun from his belt and pointed it at Carl. The alien pulled the trigger and a bright red laser shot across the counter and hit Carl square in the stomach. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Really? Not even a flinch? Didn't even hurt? Ugh, god damn it. Um... I'm sorry about this. Uh, I'm just gonna... I'm just going... Uh, here, you have, I have 
I found in someone's car out there. I'm just going to buy something and we can forget all about this. Yeah, uh, all right. Great, great. Uh, I'll take this, this pack of gum and um, uh, what are you reading there? Uh, the New Yorker. Tough man. Pfft, pass. I'm good on that. Uh, oh, here. Uh, one of these fine DVDs. You you really want that, little man? Uh, yes, of course I want. Uh, give me that. Uh, Tokyo Gore Police. How are you doing, Sean? <laughs> I'm doing great, Ned. I'm on four cups of coffee today. I I had like a good six months where I was at two cups. I'm back to four, so I need to I need to cut that out. You need to get back on the wagon, Sean. I see it. You're you're quite shaky. You you your eyes are wide. Your pupils are dilated. There's like a fine white powder on your nose. You yep, you look. Yep. It's from the donuts to throw down uh but maybe that's the mood we want for this episode i don't know i think so i think so this episode it's gonna bring an energy i think i, I think, think we're so. gonna have a real real energy to I this episode so. i mean we've already we already heard your uh small alien energy from the intro so <laughs> that was a that was a an excellent intro from from writer Sean Culligan, my name is Ned Cullen, and this is Lights, Cameras, Blokes, the only podcast where two white men got bored in quarantine and made a podcast. I don't think it's been done yet. No, I think we're first. I think we are the first. And you know what? They're universally loved. When they do come through, everyone's listening, everyone's loving them. What great content. This is great. (laughs) This is... uh, (laughs) You know, it could have been a phone call, I think, is the <laughs> the comment that uh, rings through my mind. But I'm glad we get them out there. I'm glad that's, that people that's get That's our listen. genre. Yeah. That's our genre. Could have been a phone could, call. Could have been genre. a phone call. <laughs> we should have called the podcast that. <laughs> Uh, Damn. Okay. That, that's our hey, spin next, next, That's our next one. That's, that's our next our one. No one can take that. Nobody. We called it. Okay. I'll we fucking it. sue you if uh, if you make that same joke. <laughs> Sean. Ned. Um, Ned. Ned. Do you, do you want to do some, some recs? Recommendations, 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 recommendations. Let's do this. Ned, what are you recommending today? Um, I gave that first episode of the second season of Ted Lasso a watch. Great stuff. Love it. They're back in full force. And it's good. It's a comfort show because, yeah, because, you know, it's, it's, it's Ted Lasso. He's just friendly. You trust him with your child, you know. Uh, yep. Yep. And uh, I hope. I hope. I hope though. Yeah. You trust him with your child now, but by the end of season two, he's coming for that kid. He's turning heel in this season, man. They've set it up. They've set up like a villain arc uh, where. <laughs> the, the, I mean, they have teased Ted Lasso will <laughs> kill someone in this season. He will murder someone. <laughs> Billy, don't go over to Ted Lasso's house. He's 
He's gotten kind of crazy since he started hitting the bottle. <laughs> How you doing this morning, Ted? Well, I'm just finer than a box of frogs. Thank you for asking. Do you hear about those those uh, homeless people? Their bodies washed up on shore not far from your hotel. Yeah, you know I didn't hear about that, but my mom had a saying: if I ain't hearing it, I probably didn't need to hear it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's with that blood on your on your hands, Ted? <laughs> oh, you know what my mom used to say about blood on my hands. <laughs> Can't wait for that. <laughs> yes, um, yes, yes. And then um, I read a graphic novel called Sandcastles, and I read it because it is the uh, basis for the newest M. Night Shyamalan movie called Old, where the beach turns you into an old person. Something <laughs> that the internet has found very funny because it is. <laughs> That's so, dope. So, uh, you know, but to be honest, I wouldn't like the beach turning you old is a premise I quite enjoy the thought of, but I don't want to watch an M. Night Shyamalan movie. So I went and read the graphic novel. It's not that long. You can read it in an evening. And I recommend it. It's it's good. It's it's spooky. It's, it's fucked up. It's kind of quiet and sad and strange in all the ways I'm sure the movie is not. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sandcastle is pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Sean, what have you been up to? Although I think I know. I think I've been tuning in to what oh, you've been up to, Sean. Man, I've been playing a game. I've done it, Ned. You you convinced Finally. me. Um, shout out to the Octopus King, fan of the show, friend of the show. Uh, we made a little arrangement. I purchased a PlayStation 4 from him. Gave me Ghosts of Tsushima. That's my recommendation. Ghosts of Tsushima. Amazing game, and I've been streaming it on Twitch. So, you know what? Here it is. If you want to come check out me, check me out. On Twitch, that's S.D. Culligan, C-U-L-L-I-G-A-N on Twitch. Come in. Ned's in the chat sometimes. I'm, a lot I'm of times. often in the chat, you know, just imparting wisdom onto Sean, you know, giving mm-hmm. him some pro gamer tips. It's good to... Sean, can I just say it's good to see you uh, as one of us, as a gamer, formerly a gamer, I, you know. I am slowly getting there. I'm, I'm going to have my macros up. I'm going to be doing speed runs. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to be... I'm going to be a gamer. Dude, you got your fucking pint glass of Mountain Dew and you're screaming at a woman online. That's full gamer right there and we'll get <laughs> we'll get you there. Listen, I'm not saying all gamers are terrible people. I just am saying that. You know. <laughs> but welcome to the the clan, man. To you can't think of a better word. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, Ghost of Tsushima it's pretty hey, great. You, you, it's a. It's, I've only played it for a few hours, but it's it's a fun time, and I'm sure we'll do something down the road with movies that are kind of related to it. So that's that's going to be fun. My second recommendation is uh, the Olympics. I've I've been having a tough time with the Olympics, but can I ask? Because I because I because I've been thinking about how like give it a year when we look back on the Olympics, how many people died from like coronavirus because of it happening. Or maybe it's a success and and everyone gets out safe and sound. But yeah. I, it's just a weird apocalyptic type of... There's a weird of, vibe to this there's Olympics. Because yes. I, like two years ago, Sean, 2019, I really wanted I really wanted Tokyo Olympics. I Me like, too. I like Tokyo. I'm indifferent to the Olympics. <laughs> I But I've seen the film Akira. And, yeah. and that promised me a 2020 Tokyo Olympics. And I was excited for like... The opening ceremony where someone drifts in on one of those red motorcycles and then Super Mario pops up and, you know, and I, I guarantee you all that shit would have happened 
if we hadn't had like the biggest bummer of the last two years like we would have had all that fun shit but yes but the way it is now nobody in japan wants the olympics yeah <laughs> nobody there yeah. wants it to happen except for the people that already agreed to put it on so and so that's why i've been having a tough time with it that's that's the downer side you know like yeah. by watching it you you kind of are uh, participating in the somewhat reckless potentially reckless like event that's going on but the i guess the the shining little nice little story that's going on that just happened was the the skateboarding in the olympics this is another thing that i've been on the fence about because as a skateboarder uh you always have an opinion of skateboarding in the olympics and some people are really pissed about it because they're like oh it's not that core and it's not that cool anymore like it's just gone mainstream but then at the same time i think skateboarding is a great a great source of mental health and exercise for me and so having yeah. having it at a bigger stage so people can see it and see the the skill and um, i just love also i love watch i i bought a board i have tried it for the last few months i just fall off the board really but i love watch I love watching oh, skating. Yeah. Like I, lo- I love all the skate videos you send me. I've gotten really like into that whole fucking yeah. subculture. So it happening at the Olympics, that just seems pretty like that's cool. It's, it's different. It's just yeah, cooler, it's different. You know. And so so I watched, uh, stayed up pretty late and watched a few of the skateboarding events. And spoiler, Japan won a couple of them outright, which was which was awesome to see because you know these are young kids. They're uh, the the female streets champion is 13 years old and then the how are you gonna, gonna disc skating with a 13 year old turn, exactly some skating like that's just so awesome. sick and it and it, it was just a good vibe and i'm just glad I was, i'm just glad i was able to you know watch it so yeah my rec tokyo olympics check it out and what better way well, we, Sean into, and I, <laughs> we decided we were going to celebrate the Tokyo Olympic Games. We're going to celebrate the Tokyo Olympic Games, and there's only one way to do it. And how's that, Ned? Uh, well, we are watching a very Tokyo movie. We are watching the, <laughs> the, the motion picture Tokyo Gore Police. Dude, imagine those fools coming into like the Olympic Stadium, be like, "There's an engineer," and just like unloading on a crowd of like athletes, and just, <laughs> just blood flying everywhere. Someone's hands get chopped off while they're doing archery, and they you know, and the bow falls to the ground and goes off and shoots into a guy's dick. That would be the tone that Tokyo Gore Police would bring to the Olympics. That's right. Yeah. It's an Olympics lights, cameras, look special where we're just going to be talking about the dumbest fucking movie <laughs> I've ever seen. It's oh, great. Oh, man. It's, uh, yeah, it's a movie. Well, we're going to get into it, Sean, because yeah. it is a movie. But but this just made me... It makes you realize and appreciate all the things that can mean. Because yeah, it's a movie. It kind of. I mean, it's an, yeah, ex- yeah. It's an excuse... To, to just have, like, ridiculously gory, disgusting things happen yeah. on a screen, you know? The, the, so, the, that's what the plot is there for, right? Right, right. It's, it's an excuse to just be like, I'm really, really into prosthetics and, you know, the fake limbs and, and fake blood. And I want to make a movie where I can showcase my skills at, at how gnarly I can make a person look. 
And Ned, this is the first time I've gotten into the the body horror genre. Like I this is this was basically the first movie I've seen that is is of this ilk. Like I Well, I was going to say it's the second exploitation film we've had on the podcast. Yes, the yes. first being Sean's fan favorite uh Microwave Massacre. Yes. I think I will give it to you right off the bat. This is better, much better than Microwave Massacre. Oh, yeah, yeah, way better. Much more watchable. The tone is, what if a, like a disgusting 12-year-old wrote a movie? This film is fucking disgusting. It's, it is, it is. And it, it keeps trying to go further and further. It it's, it's trying to be so shocking. I was never outwardly shocked i was always more just kind of bemused you know? yes i was gonna say that this this film if you want to know if you can handle a body horror movie i think this would be a good place to start because you th- this is where you'd start this okay i i know a thing or two about body horror like i i've seen some clips and like this is how gnarly it can get mm. i think tokyo gore police there was never a scene where I had to like look away. No, 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 no. Right, There's right. None of that. So it's none of it's none of that, and it's almost because it's so comically over the top. You know, this is a fake thing. Sometimes you can get lost in a, a scary movie, a horror movie, where you oh, yeah, just yeah, yeah. You no. Know. This is full aesthetic exploitation. You know, people's limbs get chopped off, blood spurts every a ridiculous amount of fake blood spurts everywhere. And then, like, the limb will grow back disgusting and malformed. And it is very much of the ilk of, of these early 2000s shock exploitation mm-hmm. Japanese horror films. Like, there was a whole trend of, of this ilk of, of movie, especially, where it's kind of a, it's a young girl, you know, tearing shit up. It's, you mm-hmm. know, it's like a film called machine gun girl which i believe the director of this did work on yep there's like i thought of like this and this doesn't fit into that i'm my i'm scatterbrained here because this movie's <laughs> scatterbrained but uh tetsuo the Te- iron oh Man, the iron if you've seen yeah. that, that i haven't seen it but I, it's i know it makes the comparison at least it's that there's a couple of scenes that feel like very like maybe even like a little homage because mm-hmm. that that's a dude who like you know, a drill comes out of his dick and he's like fucking people to death. And like, Crazy. that's, that is the, that is the maturity level we're on <laughs> with, uh, with Tokyo Gore police. Should we get into like the, the summary, st- summary the story a bit? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, I'll uh, run through it. Yeah. So in the near future, Oh, actually I was supposed to, I was going to ask you about this. Yeah. We can cut this. We can cut this. Don't you but dare it, cut this Sean. <laughs> Uh, I I read something about like twenty seconds into the future. Did you see that somewhere? I didn't. Somewhere? I don't remember seeing it. It was it was like oh, it's in the near future. In fact, it's like twenty minutes or twenty seconds into the future. Yeah, which I thought was like a kind of cool thing. Anyway, in the near future, a crazy scientist has developed a virus that contains a mixture of all the world's serial killers. Which I thought was just like they they got their serial killers down. Which was like they had you know here's Ed Gein. I was like dang, this is in two thousand. Three? Wait, what year was it? Two thousand? Is it three or eight? Eight. I think it's eight. It's two thousand eight. But still, that's like like if you know Ed Gein, it's two thousand eight. You're you're going deep dives on your serial killers. But anyway, we've we've got this mixture of the world's worst serial killers, um, and and the scientist is 
developing a virus. Uh, the virus turns humans into mutated, uh, murderous monsters called engineers. And to fight off the engineers that are now running rampant in, in Tokyo, the Tokyo Police Department has privatized and armed themselves to the teeth. We've got a, a police force that is in samurai gear. They have a bunch of guns, and they are just killing anything that moves. And then we follow, in the in the movie, we follow the best engineer exterminator named Ruka and her quest to find out who killed her father. And that's basically the whole movie. That's basically it. There's... um. The, the engineer gimmick is that they're normal, crazy, insane, evil people until you cut them or wound them or cut off a limb and then something monstrous will grow from that wound. So, like, you cut off a dude with a chainsaw's arm, he's now got a disgusting organic chainsaw arm. Uh, you, you cut off a woman's legs, she's now got a crocodile vagina. You know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a real thing in the movie. I want to make sure everybody's clear that that happened in this movie. This like uh, right off the bat, I it took me a minute to decide if I was entertained or annoyed by this film because it's mm. very in your face. It's a lot of shaky cameras, like a lot of like weird artistic flares like oh fuck the the entirety of the you know the audio the dialogue audio for this is like sped up or or pitched up where everyone speaks like they've been sucking helium and and it gives it a weird vibe honestly it gives it a weird vibe but you've got to i don't know i spent a bit trying to like get past that because i'm like (laughs) because i I don't know. It, the film doesn't. I don't think the film takes itself seriously. But I feel like the characters do take their situation mm-hmm. seriously, and mm-hmm. and hearing everyone like screech at you, kind of didn't help me <laughs> buy in to a yeah, lot of these people. Yeah. The the movie is essentially like a kid like running around like shouting at you, and then you look over and they've got like they've picked up something like disgusting they found on the road and you're like, that's pretty sick. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Glad I looked, but you're irritating me. (laughs) I put it down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Great analogy. No, it's spot on. This is, I didn't know this, but this was a remake. Yeah. uh, The dude's little. Yeah. So the director, Nishimura Yoshihiro, he had a, a movie, an independent film called Anatomia Extinction. Yeah, I think uh, just got a Blu-ray release, and so now I'm wondering if I should check it out. I watched the check trailer. It, it looked maybe it's because it's on Blu-ray, but it mm-hmm. looked a little nicer than than Tokyo. Yeah. Tokyo Gold Police has like a very cheap look to it. It doesn't look like they've done a lot to like color grade it. It looks like they've just like flooded every set with a lot of lights, and and you get a lot mm-hmm. of like really washed out kind of ugly looking scenes but it kind of suits the entire like ugly aesthetic of the whole movie the 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 blu-ray of his independent film looked looked a little nicer but i'm going from like a trailer i saw so maybe uh, that's complete bullshit and yeah i can't imagine it's any more fucking insane than than this i mean (laughs) right right i think he probably just picked it up from where he started and just ramped up even more uh, didn't tone down in the first film he went it's uh, the film is like fucking very ju- it, it's childishly trying to be edgy as as fuck <laughs> it's trying to be yeah, the edgy yeah. shit you've ever fucking seen it's into it reminded me a bit of like you've got a kind of robocop thing going where you you've got like this crime-ridden city where the police are like this brutish 
privatized arm of the law and it's intercut with these little kind of commercials and things from the time yeah some of which were like my favorite parts of it like some of it like where the police show up to save those kids like brutalize yeah. <laughs> this guy and then the kids start playing football with his head like some of that shit's my favorite stuff <laughs> also the 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 dj the tokyo police department dj she gets mm-hmm. on and kind of says oh no there's like an engineer running loose over here and like go get him exterminate yeah. him and that is almost directly like not a rip but it, it's exactly what jet set radio future did with their dj in their video game which i thought was like it's pretty yeah. i don't know it was pretty cool that's it's it's very weird that's like there are times that the movie isn't just like complete sensory overload it's like quite funny but Mm -hmm. it's easy to miss those moments Mm because you're just you've got like buckets of paint being thrown at you (laughs) but blood fake blood uh but yeah uh there's an ad where like these little girls are like um uh this is you know we maybe should have prefaced it with this but like this film is disgusting and if you were you know if you were easily off put by these kind of things uh a that's absolutely fucking fine this you know this is a creepy gross movie for gross perverts but (laughs) uh and if you're not that that's fine if you are that that's fine (laughs) but uh just a word of warning going ahead it gets very gross there's a lot of like self-harm you know sexual assault bullshit in this but yeah, there's the there's the cartoony ad where the teen girls have all bought their accessorized like knives for cutting their wrists and stuff. Yep, that's yeah. the level of edginess you've yeah, got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going on. It's so. it's uh it's pretty gnarly, but it's like not shocking at the same time. Like it's yeah, because it's try it's it's too childish to be shocking. Right. I want to talk about the brothel stuff, the brothel so- scene. Okay, so should but we? Uh, I guess that's a little spoilery. So. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's. Are we? Are I'll we recommending s- this to people? I'll say what I said. This is a gross movie for big old perverts. <laughs> um, it's an exploitation movie. It's very gory. It's very disgusting. If that's the kind of entertainment you kind of fancy putting on, I'd say it's 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 a fun example of that. It's a fun exploitation movie i guess i'll spoil my kind of i don't want to spoil my score but uh i will say like it's a very like middle of the road score it's mm-hmm. like i don't know i, I i'm not super versed in exploitation uh this isn't really one of the favorites of that i've seen of this genre but it's I don't know. It's hard to recommend, but I guess yeah, I'm kind of recommending. <laughs> Sean, what do you say? I'll I'll say what I kind of said before. If if you want to go into the the body horror genre and you want a you want a movie to see if you're going to enjoy it or if you think you might not be able to jump right cuz I I think of um I think there's a lot of movies in this genre that I would want to watch just yeah. to 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 see because i've heard so much about them i think this is a good entry point because you like i said you don't need to turn your head at any scene really uh, i think it's a little hardcore for an entry point well well, i think it's a hardcore it it's definitely hardcore but when i think of body horror i think of it being super gnarly i think of it not even being able 
like not even being able to watch it almost i i think i don't know i when i think of body horror i'd say better places to start would be more less exploitation films more Mm. the kind of classics like i'd watch the thing and if you enjoy john carpenter's the thing which is very explicitly body horror this is more like gore shock horror than it is okay maybe maybe yeah but i'm just disagreeing with you sean and and you're welcome (laughs) to disagree with me (laughs) okay let me let me take a step back then because i think there's there's a to me the thing isn't body horror as mm. much as, or may, maybe the thing is body horror. But what I'm thinking of is Japan 2000s body horror or yeah, Japan okay. 2000s horror like movies that oh. are like over the yeah, t- yeah, like yeah. Oh, Ichi the Killer and and things like that. If you want to get into like Japanese exploitation films, this is a pretty tame place. To yeah, start. so so maybe that's <laughs> so, the better yeah, recommendation. I'd, I'd go there, and I, I want to talk more about the whole era of exploitation films because i think it's super interesting and i think we should do like a whole yeah. long investigative like episode on it because i'm so down. I, I just scratched the surface for this and like it's so fucking dark what what like body horror was in japan in like the 80s 90s is so different to what it what we watched like mm. <laughs> like japanese horror movies used to be very upsetting and <laughs> and and most of them you can't buy even now like on dvd or blu-ray because they're too fucked up which dang uh we'll talk, gnarly. <laughs> we'll talk a bit more then about how are that. we gonna get these movies that we have to get on the dark web to like no like i i looked and a couple of them are on youtube but then it's it's the kind of stuff like i remember hearing about when you're like 12 13 yeah and then yeah. you're like told like don't watch this like seriously don't and then you'll watch a clip and you'll go like yeah i don't want to watch that that's not ple- that's not fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah but i think it would be an interesting like long episode or like a two part thing mm. on just specifically not like japanese horror which is too broad but specifically japanese gore shock horror mm-hmm. which is a whole mm-hmm. thing but yeah, uh, so I guess Sean and I both kind of recommend it. I want to talk about this kind, brothel because yeah. that's when things get really fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You've got one of the cops go to the brothel on his time off and they they bring out all these girls who are, um, I think they are engineers. They, they've been like infected been... or, or they're, they're mutilated and they're like, you know, you've got a woman who's got like the eyes of a snail and the shell of a snail. You've got a woman who's... <laughs> It looks like her 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 breasts have teeth. Yeah, never, no, no, they they're stitched jump. up. They're I thought they were stitched up, up. They look like teeth. I thought they do I look like teeth. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then the <laughs> most fucked up one is you have a woman who is <laughs> who is just a, it's skin grafted onto a chair where her <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. The, the crowd, crowd goes wild because the chair can like it starts pissing on them. Yeah. Uh, that's, Does this sound that's like a movie you'd like to see? <laughs> Maybe bring a date? Maybe a first date? Sean, would you take a first date to see If a... you're having a bad first date, throw this on. Because the date's going to end really quick. I would say within like the first <laughs> 10 or 15 minutes, the whoever you're, you're with is just going to be like, okay, I got to go. You got the chair pissing on people. I think that'll stay with me forever. I don't think I'll ever yeah. forget the skin grafting on a chair pissing on people. But that, here's an aside. That's it's the kind of thing that's disgusting and exploitative, and and the film is like, it, it the film is pretty heavily misogynistic. But yes, it I, and it tries to like 
it tries to play with the idea that it's some sort of more like empowering thing, but uh, no, <laughs> no, I don't buy it. Uh, but the chair thing is an example of like, you can see how maybe the director would talk himself into like, well, I'm. this is a comment on like how we sexualize, you know, women and like the most alluring thing to this crowd of people is just a graft of skin on a seat. And it like, <laughs> <laughs> it's got that kind of pretentiousness to it that is part of the childish charm of it but yeah the cop goes to a room with the woman with her breasts all sewed up or something or teeth or whatever you know sean and i will be debating this for weeks Um, (laughs) (laughs) but uh and then she goes down on him bites his dick off of course of course Uh, i mean you know where this is going you know she bites his dick off can i just also say sean uh, and I'm sorry, I'm going to be disgusting because the film's disgusting. But what's, what's Japan's hang-up of censoring all their pornography but I can watch a man's dick get <laughs> bit off and then his flaccid penis be spat out onto the floor? Uh, that's fine, but I can't I, watch people fuck. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Ned, I, I, I have no answers for you. I think you've, you've really stumbled upon a real problem with Japanese society. <laughs> They need to stop censoring their porn. I listen. I don't or censor cool... the dick getting bit off. I uh, let's, you, let's I just, just make it like, even. I would just like. I would just like a little consistency. Is all. I feel like I shouldn't have seen a lot of what I saw in in Tokyo Gore Police, and I would have appreciated a censor coming and, and cleaning that up. No, dude's dick gets bit off. the The antagonist of the film comes and starts like just drilling into his leg all masochistically and. And none of this looks like, That's, like you say. None of it looks very real. It, here, it's all here's dumb. the thing: us explaining it in podcast form, going mm. into somebody's ear right now, mm. is going to be so much more gnarly than you actually watching the, the film because you have you have this imagination. We're describing it to you in full audio, mono, stereo, whatever, and you are having to just imagine a dude's dick getting bitten off yeah. and then getting his legs sure. all fucking drilled up <laughs> and, and then and then all the fucking <laughs> blood and like all the fucking guts dude it's dude. so gnarly but then you watch it and it's like oh this is this is hilarious this is so over the top it doesn't even matter i don't think anyone's thinking about this i think people are just saying i think ned just uh just admitted on a podcast he is at one point in his life attempted to watch japanese pornography (laughs) no 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 no. you had a previous job where you had to go through censors and you saw some some porn on a on a you you worked for for uh the censors that help youtube out right so you've you've had to take some of those videos off youtube no, I think I was just looking for porn. But <laughs> uh, appreciate the uh, <laughs> appreciate the attempted save, Sean. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, ooh, I don't send any of these podcasts to no. my family. <laughs> but um, where was I? Uh, he he breaks loose. He has a Uzi, of course, and he best guns. He uses the girl in half. He bit his dick off. So now she's been. She's cut in cut, half. Cut in half. With bullets. Her legs are yeah. off. Uh, but obviously, we by this point, we know the premise is like something's going to grow out of her wound and, and she, she's going to get a cool monster ability. He runs out the room and is like aiming his gun down the corridor. I thought this was the best part of the film because you're like, 
you're, you've bought into now to the premise. You know something fucked up is going to come at him. <laughs> <laughs> and the woman, like, crawls out of the room, and she now has, instead of legs, two kind of alligator jaws, and the inside of the mouth looks very um, suggestive. Yes, <laughs> yes. If, if I can be so crass. <laughs> and she runs at him, starts biting his, his limbs off with her... Alligator leg a- things. Alligator leg things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just wanted to talk about that moment, because I had Man, to watch it and process yeah, it. I, um, I was, I was confused for sure. I <laughs> Se- sexually or, or no, uh, no, no, it, nothing, nothing was working for me there. But I, <laughs> I <good>. was, <laughs> I, I just the reveal was just like, oh, that's. That's new because we've been seeing all this gory amputation that forms after they get their arm chopped off. And it's just a bunch of meat, right? It's usually just a bunch of meat. But now you got two ends of an alligator on this this woman. And I wasn't expecting that. I was eating red sauce pasta while watching this. And what, like it wasn't the best move. But at the same time, I continued to eat because um, yeah, I was cares? hungry. Yeah, whatever. You mentioned something good that I'm really glad none of this film did anything for me. Like, it would suck to find that out about yourself. And and I'd say, <laughs> if at any point during Tokyo Gore Police you feel anything kind of working for you, turn it off because you yeah, don't wanna, you don't want to go down that path. <laughs> I'm saying it now. Find find another avenue to explore your sexual awakening. Don't don't Not don't here. get turned on by engineers, please. Somebody God did because you know somebody did and. Uh, one hundred percent. The director. I'm sure this dude's into it. God, like, <laughs> where I shouldn't slander this man Nishimura Yoshihiro. Like maybe he's not into it. He just likes like cinema and, and making special effects. But seriously, there is definitely somebody who who got turned on by this. And we're not here to king shame you. You can do your thing. Just, I think if you're I mm. <laughs> just maybe. just just if you have a. Uh, if you have a need to recreate this in real life, mm. go talk to somebody, please. It's 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 called fucking Tokyo Gore Police. You <laughs> you just need to, I don't know, get into furries. Maybe that'll I don't know. Yeah, tone it down. Look at some some like wolf stuff. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the, I think this is our most disgusting episode yet. One hundred percent. But here, uh, uh, let's let's. There there are some fun gags in this. There's there's a couple mm-hmm. little bits that are that are not completely hor- horrible and disgusting. My favorite bit what uh, was when Ruka gets called back to the police station, and you think something's gonna go down, and it's mm. one of the main police officers is in this room, and it's really dark, and then it's the vibes are getting real creepy and uh you know you're 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 ready you're ready for the reveal like what is are they trapping ruka are they gonna like assassinate her or something and then they bring out a birthday cake and it's her birthday (laughs) and they're all it was so good i was i was just like oh that was great and it was after all this blood and guts and this dude's dick getting bit off and just all this blood everywhere and then you get a nice little birthday cake 
we should say Manly Dick Bidoff does make a return because he's turned into an engineer, which, of course, uh, you've worked it out by now. If you've been following the premise of the movie, it means he gets a big, a big shotgun, gross, large, disgusting penis machine is what he gets. Uh, because, and he's shooting of police officers with it. Because of course. Because of course. So I think that... I don't know if they... Is there an Olympic closing ceremony? Sounds like a thing. And I think they should show the scene in Tokyo Gore Police where the big... Uh, the man with his big disgusting uh, shotgun penis goes through the police station shooting at the police. Is what I think they should show. Because... Why not? Because it's, uh, it's, it's 2021 and <laughs> coronavirus is still coronavirus. running rampant. And running uh, rampant. just end the Olympics that way, please. Just please. please I beg you. Yeah, this film's fucking gross. <laughs> uh, and there's a little bit of uh, racism thrown in at the Chinese for good measure. So, uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is some racism towards the Chinese thrown in. Yeah. Which, I don't know. You say good measure. I was all in until we were being racist. <laughs> I, I, um, but... Uh, what a who's his partner? Because his partner looks like a caricature of some sort of race, but I, I couldn't tell if it was even. No, a, it wasn't. I don't think it was supposed to be. It was just like here's a. Uh, it was supposed to be here's some Chinese person, yeah. and then here's another Chinese person. Wow, that other Chinese person looks really wild. I, I don't think there was any like. It was just the Chinese we were, yeah, slandering. That's who I think the slander was aimed at. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the Chinese police officer says, uh, mentions how he loves killing the Japanese. Uh, the movie ends with a huge massacre, by the way, where the police just completely turn on every citizen because everyone is suspected to have this engineer virus. Uh, so the police are just brutally killing without... You know, any regard. They're just they're regard. R- running rampant through the streets of Tokyo, killing every single person, uh, except except for police officers. It's how every movie should end. Excuse you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, Ruka Ruka's turned turned at this point. She's become an engineer and uh, ends up squaring off with the police chief, who it turned out killed her father. Uh, and that was a pretty funny scene. Yeah, where we see like. Who assassinated her father, and then who assassinated the guy who assassinated <laughs> her father? Uh, it was pretty great. It, it, it's uh, great, be- yeah, to, to paint the picture because that's all we're doing for this movie is painting a beautiful picture. Ruka is standing there, looking at her father at a ceremony. A gun comes into the frame and shoots Ruka's father, uh, and his you head see explodes. you see his Stanis head ex- style. Yeah, just blood everywhere, and then you see the sniper. All of a sudden. Somebody appears behind Ruka, who is watching now uh, the sniper stand in the frame and a hand fall into the frame and kill him the same way his or Ruka's father was executed. And then you get the reveal of the the police chief, and um, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty. Oh, and the and the the person the sniper the sniper. We can't who, get into it. All I'm that. sorry. That's a okay. whole. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, uh, just watch the movie if you're interested and curious about who the sniper is. There's a little uh, animated sequence. That we oh, flashback. Uh, so, so that sequence. There's a there's a flashback sequence. It's told in a way that they tell. You know how they do like puppet shows in like the Shrek puppet show. You remember that whole deal? 
Yes. Uh, and they, that's how they tell a story. Well, they have a Japanese version of how they would tell old stories with these cards and, and things. So it's it's kind of a parody of that. Yeah. we. Uh, I wanted to talk a bit about exploitation uh, because you had some real ugly, like, torture, I guess you'd call it, like, torture porn stuff in, like, mm-hmm. 80s Japanese gore shop cinema. And then the 2000s, it kind of took a turn for the cilia, which is kind of this, and you've got kind of, you know, it's schoolgirls with machine guns and schoolgirls with katanas, and, you know, they're slicing everyone up. And there's a slew of movies like that. I This film kind of fits more into this whole movement that was, uh, I think it was called, like, Genji, exploitation which is Mm. it's japanese exploitation movies more geared to the west you know it's it's girls with katanas and in their like seifuku their their school uniform type thing yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's kind of what the kind of weebs of the west would expect from right a kind of japanese exploitation film so it's kind of it's kind of culturally its own thing it's very much kind of like playing to to a, a kind of american expectations because of all those japanese animes all these kids have been watching uh <laughs> but it's a whole genre in itself apparently and that's why i think we should do like a whole episode of like you know where it kind of was in like the 80s where you were you had films like guinea pig which was this super notorious like 40 minute film where this girl was just tortured and it's like a snuff film essentially and the director had to prove everyone was okay afterwards and damn uh and it really heavy fucking awful stuff and then you take a turn where it gets kind of you know silly uh and uh uh and it's interesting i think we should do we should do a whole whole episode on on just that movement or something but i i can't wait to hear uh you know another hour of you explaining some gnarly scene where um yeah i don't know let's say uh uh let's say some dude gets cut in half and they put him on a snowmobile and then they drive it into kindergarten and the uh, thing gets set on fire. i don't know just something that yeah it's shown you could write a exploitation <laughs> That's, uh, I'd, I'd watch that ah <laughs> uh, oh, yeah so yeah but do you know what the movie it, it, it got me at the right time i've been in this mood sean i've been in a mood where i want to see a man cut in half you know and and uh, Sur- surprisingly ned yeah it, it, it kind of got me too i was like i kind of <laughs> needed to watch something like this you know <laughs> it's it's completely fucking tasteless and immature and in the best ways and that's what i meant in the beginning like a movie can be structured storytelling or it can be an excuse to watch a woman with alligator private parts chomp at someone and it's all valid here on lights cameras blokes <laughs> sean have you got a score for this disgusting fucking shit show of a movie yeah i think i'm gonna go with a i'm gonna go with a oof a strong four to light five Mm. but i yeah yeah yeah. i was just gonna say it's it's kind of like what we said before the score doesn't still i honestly probably watch this again over some some movies i've given like seven or eights to so i 
think you're pretty dead on with your strong four, light five. See, I I think I'd give it a, a five. And, and my worry is that makes it sound mediocre, which I don't think... I think you'll remember it. I think, like, it's... Um, yeah. It's it's just because it's like a, the dead center of the scoreboard for me. I don't think it is. I don't, ah, it, it's hard because it's too interesting to give like a really low score, but it's too like completely fucking dumb <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to acknowledge as, as any sort of. It's not. It's not good in the most classic sense of the word good, but uh, but it's something, you know. It is something. It is something. I think we end on, you know what, Sean? It's really something. And I'd like to see some, I'd like to see it shown at the Olympic closing ceremony. Amazing. Where the, you, you, you cut to, you know, all the little, the little children that won their gold in skating. And they're just looking up in terror as, <laughs> as the screen shows them horrors that, they shouldn't be looking at for another 20 years. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, there, there was, uh, well, uh, hold on. I had a thought. Fuck. What was it? Um, hold on before we stop recording. God damn it. Did I lose it? I think I lost it. God damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Hold on. Let me try and get it back. Okay. You're talking about the score. Ah, yeah, got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Okay. So a couple years ago, you recommended throwing on a movie um, at Halloween. And you said you should throw on House It, which is the, the Japanese horror film. Uh-huh. I, think, I think if you've got a fucked up group of friends, you got to throw this on. I think this is the new Halloween throw it on and just get people really disgusted. It's it's basically the scene from the office where Gabe turns on his bullshit movie. The, throw <laughs> th- throw this on and just watch everybody get bummed. Yeah. It's a great way to like if you want the party to end, throw this on. That's a good point. It's good background of a Halloween party fodder. I th- there's still some, there's something a little more uh, autumnal about a house, I think, but uh but you know, I don't think you can go wrong either way. I'd I'd make it a double bill, <laughs> you know. Uh, 